Hello, my CX friends. I'm so happy to meet you here again on the podcast. And this episode is all about CX education, growth, choices you can make. It's all about the opportunities of the year of the Wood Dragon. And yes, I'm going to talk all about that and explain it. But I think most important is how can you make choices? How did I make my choices um, in my corporate life, in my entrepreneurial life? How do I invest in myself? Where do I go? Um, And I share three important questions that you can ask yourself to guide you in your educational journey. So without further ado, here we go. In the age of the customer, many companies and organizations fall short in meeting the needs and wants of their customers, let alone exceeding them. And it's time to change that. Welcome to CX Leadership Talks. Our passion is to be a catalyst for you and your organization as a customer experience leader to help understand, design, and improve experiences across the entire customer journey and the customer lifetime. It's time to spice up your CX leadership, and we've got the pro who's going to talk you through it. This is CX Leadership Talks, and now your host, Ninka Bloom. Welcome to this podcast about the year of the wood dragon. And for me, it's pretty funny. I'm laughing now because this is the third time I'm taping it. And you might think, well, maybe Ninka, that was not the topic that you should talk about. But I do think I was. When I was staying in a beautiful chapel in Antwerp, I was taping my podcast, but I thought I could do it with my headphones. Uh, bad idea. Um, my professional editor, he told me, no way, Ninka, this is not the way that you want your sound to be. So change of plans. I taped one again last year when I was in a hotel, brought my uh, microphone, but then I was sitting too close to the microphone instead of the way that I normally am. So third time. And the good thing is I can improve the podcast every time. And this is also what I think the year of the wood dragon is about. Yes. You might think the year of the wood dragon, what is she talking about? And it is, it has to do with astrology, it has to do with belief, and it has to do, I think, with transformative energy. So welcome to this podcast. And this episode is solely about education, growth, um, and how you as a CX leader can make choices and what you can learn from me. So I already told you wood dragon, and it has uh, to do with astrology. And it's also a strong link because there's a backstory to this. I was in Bali last December to prepare for my leadership uh, retreat and to have a good look of the location, what we could do. And when I was there, I was Googling preparing for my content. And I found that in the Chinese, the next Chinese New Year will be the... Chinese year of the wood dragon. And I have a link to the Japan Times. I will put it also in the show notes. Um, and in there, they say some very interesting things that I hope will resonate to you, with you too, because they did with me. Um, when they are talking about the year of the wood dragon, they say it's represented by the only mythical and the most powerful creature of the 12 animal Chinese zodiac signs. The year of the dragon, of course, there's 12 12, uh, uh, animals. The dragon is considered special. The legendary magical beast is a symbol uh, of authority, honor, and dignity, particularly in China and in Asia. And it's been representing imperial power since ancient times. 
and authority. Did you hear that? I think this is one of the three A's of successful CX leaders. And I think it's very important as CX leaders, whether you're a practitioner, whether you're an entrepreneur or consultant, to build on that authority, to really become an authority in your organization, in your field, in your area, and that you're being seen as the leader. But let's get back to the wood dragon, because it's the luckiest and most auspicious uh, of the 12 animals. The dragon is thought to signify unprecedented opportunities. In the dragon year, people are said to be able to harness the creature's intelligence, leadership, and abilities to pursue their dreams with creativity, passion, courage, and confidence. Um, as a uh, Chinese and Western astrologer quotes in the Japan Times, Jupiter, she says, uh, from, she's from Hong Kong. The overall energy of the dragon year is vital and competitive with people feeling a strong urge to gain respect and achievement. And when we dive deeper in the wood dragon, because following the Chinese calendar, yeah, this is some knowledge that is fun to know, right? The Chinese calendar rotates over the 60-year cycles, and it's based on 12 earthly branches, those are the animals, um, and five heavenly stems. And they put through earth, metal, water, fire, and wood. So 12 times 5 is 60. Yes, this is a 60-year cycle. And this year, on February 10th, marks the start of the year of the wood dragon. And it combines with a nurturing root element. It offers opportunities for evolution, improvement, and abundance. And Hawaii-based astrologer Catherine Mo, she says wood symbolizes spring and it's all about expansion and getting stronger. So you will experience your own personal growth and refreshing renewal. And add to this the confidence, allure and dynamic energy, I'm quoting the Japan Times, right, of the dragon and you are headed for success. She says, nothing that courageous leaders who take chances may find themselves with more opportunities than expected. The bigger than life qualities of the dragon's personality could fit the spirits of all. Making 2024 a transformative year for many. And when I read this out loud, I feel this energy. And I wanted to share it with you because I also felt it in December. Because for me, it's also already is a transformative year. I'm putting myself out there, something new, my new CX Leadership Retreat. I'm really spicing up my education programs, renewing the CX Leadership Masterminds I'm doing here in the Netherlands for the sixth time. Um, I'm building on that education, my advanced program, and really taking you as a CX Leader along on the leadership path. And yes, the Bali Retreat is an exciting one. So think about this year for you that this also could mark your evolution, your growth. Because every year I'm also learning. And I think it's very important um, to see what choices can you make. And I thought, where can I help you with? Because I know for many people it's difficult to see where am I going to invest in myself because you may probably have a budget or maybe need a bigger budget. Um, and I thought I'll share with you in this podcast how I have approached my education journey and I'll give you some questions that you can work on to, well, improve your own learning. So let's start with, uh, I've got two parts of my education journey. The first one, I've been 20 years, uh, an employee, a manager, a leader within organizations. And my corporate, well, let's say education has been an interesting one. And 
maybe you can learn a little bit how I made my choices and what I did. Well, my first big learning, uh, well, I think opportunity was the one that I wanted to have an MBA title. Uh, so I had to really discuss and really um, have a conversation and negotiate that I wanted to go for uh, an executive MBA. And at that time, I think it was 38,000 euro. Yes, it's a very, very expensive course, but it's the value, my dear people. And I had a big bias in my thoughts that this would probably be too expensive for the insurance company I was at at the time. And I think it was an interesting coincidence and call it the universe, but the couple of days before I had to present in front of the board and had to well explain why I wanted to do the executive MBA, I went with one of my directors to a client. I was responsible at that time for the back and front offices for a pension fund. And at that time, we had a big uh, struggle with the customer and he gave that amount, exactly that amount. I remember it, I think 38,000 and a little bit. He gave it to the customer because of a problem we had and, and we needed to correct. That was a sign for me. And it also made me believe that it's possible. So I remember that presentation I gave. I went in with confidence and um, I really written a, a sound motivation why I wanted to do the MBA. And I got it. I got the approval. Um, of course, I had to tie it to value to the business because I did my research on employee engagement, which was very important at that time for the um, pension fund. So my executive MBA is, I think, the biggest first education journey because most of the other things I did, the other courses, masterclasses, workshop were very content related. And I think when we look at it, for example, to the CX uh, part, you have customer experience management as a profession. You can read books, you can go to conferences, and of course, you have the leadership element. And on customer experience management, there's many other things and, and skills that you can learn about. Uh, journey mapping, service blueprinting, behavioral design. Oh, there's so many voice of the customer, how to build great NPS programs. And that's content driven. It's really knowledge driven. And of course, you have the leadership part. How do you lead? And especially in our field, how do you have influence? So I did my MBA and it really helped me because I always thought, <laughs> yeah, let me laugh a little bit that when you would have the MBA title, you would be like a kind of a god. I, I saw these people that had that and I really, I looked up to them. They were my heroes. And then when I did my MBA myself and I got the title, I was no god or goddess at all. I was still Nienke, but I did have a broader understanding of business. And I felt more comfortable having the discussion in, in, in organizations. So that was my first big decision I made. Um, another big decision I made was at the time when I found out that, um, so it's, it's the, this one was ba based on my own wishes and desires. But also uh, another uh, course I did was on um, strategic leadership for women. And I found out at that time, I think I was 35, something, that my colleague was earning 10,000 euro more than I was. And I also found out that I didn't really look at myself as a strategic leader, I, I was too operational. I also didn't know that I have, I had to uh, negotiate for a better salary. Uh, 
And I, I missed that. I'm, I'm going to be honest. And um, so at that moment, when I found out, I thought, I really need to engage better in senior leadership. I need to understand what language they use, how to negotiate. Um, so I did that. I did two very important courses in my life where I learned um, how to put myself out there in a better way, how to um, truly be a strategic leader and how to use my femininity um, in a positive way, but also to play the game in the male space, because I think I did that in a wrong, in a wrong uh, uh, course. Another course we I did um, is... I was asked at KPN, I was seen as one of the talents, which I truly, of course, which is an honor. Um, and most large corporates have, um, they have these talent programs for their uh, talents. So they had uh, um, at the Dutch income, the Dutch uh, executive ed, uh, university, sorry, they, it's Nijenrode, they had uh, a corporate program for 20 of those leaders. And I was part of that. And what really helped me getting into that program is if, you, if you're in that program, you're already being seen as a leader. So I could really recommend to all out there that are working and, and who's listening that you are in a corporate organization. Please, please, please explore with HR what corporate programs there are, how you need to be in there, how do you get on the list, how you're selected. And make sure you join. I, I, it was an honor. It was fun with 20 leaders. And I learned so much from me. Well, I think my most important learning was at a certain decision, uh, a certain level of senior leadership, there are no easy uh, solutions anymore. And there's no easy decisions. So it helped me that if you have to make a decision, you have to really think of the consequences of, of your decision and communicate well. Um, and I learned a lot about systems. So the corporate being a system and my role in that. And it also helped me to see that maybe the person who I am being a little bit well, explicit, clear, being an expert, that maybe my expertise and the person I was was better off being on the outside of an organization uh, and also made me want to be on the other side of the classroom. I still remember that there was now when we're talking about it, I remember that there was a teacher there and he was hosting a master class. And I thought, oh, I want to be that person. So maybe it spiked a little already towards my entrepreneurship. And of course, within the CX space, uh, for example, with my team at KPN, my, my CX team, we had 12 people at that time. We did many different courses on customer experience management, but also on journey mapping. On, we did the super promoter board and we also all, always did a book club. So every month somebody was responsible to read a book and um, it really helped us to stay inspired uh, and when we went to conferences, always sharing the insights from that. So I think, of course, when you go to learning and you have education programs, of course, but also never forget there's so much to learn from podcasts, books, um, and of course, these events out there. That was my corporate life. I made decisions based on what was out there, my opportunities, my biggest, biggest hurdles that I faced. And then I became an entrepreneur. And being an entrepreneur is very different than being in an organization. First of all, you have to pay your education yourself. Think about that. When you're a practitioner, you're working in an organization, it's paid by your employer. What if you have to pay it out of your own pocket? 
And I know there's some that do it, but I also know that some are that are picky in it. And I'm not one of those. I'm really always investing in myself from year one on. Um, and I think in the first year, two, two years, I became a member of the CXPA and I became a member, uh, so the Customer Experience Professional Association, and I became a member of the PSA, Professional Speaker Association. So learning from peers for me has always been a big part of my learning journey. And the thing is, I always look out to people that have ways that I could learn from and maybe copy their format, not their content, but their format. So for example, the second year uh, of my entrepreneurship, I found out that my marketing and sales, I, I, I could not scale it. And I was having an assistant and how to, it was the first time I had an assistant being an entrepreneur, being a professional speaker. Um, and I went to my colleague, CX colleague, David Averin, and he and his assistant, Laurel, uh, not Laurel, but um, they that's his wife, by the way, in case you're thinking. Um, but what I really liked, it is Tiffany. Uh, by, so I had to come up with a name. But it's really interesting. I went to Denver. I flew to Denver. Imagine it's year two of my business. I flew to Denver and I invested in a full day of learning how to scale, build journeys, how to do your sales, how they did that. And I'm still truly thankful that I invested in that. Um, later on, I think from year three, I'm now in my 10th year be being an entrepreneur, I picked a topic for the year. And that really helps me um, to, to put my effort and to focus because there's so much that you can learn on. So I, 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 I want to pick some years that, um, that stand out. And I think the year 2019 was a remarkable one because I picked the topic of uh, employee experience and CX culture. And for example, I flew to the States. Well, it's not that I always fly to the States because there's a lot of education I've done here in Europe. But in 2019, I had culture as my growth. And where, where can you learn on culture? Yeah, there's a lot of programs and you can read books, but I wanted, I always want to learn from the best. So I, I went to Disney and I did their surface excellence course. And I also went to visit Zappos and at Zappos, I wanted to see with my own eyes what's being uh, written on in delivering happiness. So I, it really helped me to see what's going on out there in the world and how to spice this up. So for me, I think this is an interesting thing with the topic of the year. So I've, I've had topics, especially, during, for example, during COVID one year, I had to uh, improve my facilitation and speaking skills. So I did a course on how to build um, a good online course, how to facilitate online, uh, work with certain tools, with cameras, what kind of uh, programs. And last year, for example, I wanted to... That I had to pick the topic of executive education because I already knew that I wanted to do the Bali leadership retreat. And I thought when you do, you go for executive education and you uh, go for um, a program for these leaders, what should be in it? So I went uh, and picked a, a course at Harvard. I did the course Power and Influence for Positive Impact, which really helped me. Uh, it was, um, I also think it was a lucky pick but it really helped me on the topic of authority and um, implementing the knowledge I gained last year already in my masterminds 
it really gave it a strong fundament. But also it helped me to look at how to grow my business and how to go more into strategic alliances and build on influence really helped me. So yes, yes, yes. I think it's very important that uh, I pick this topic of the year. And for me this year, oh, maybe you want to know, the topic for this year will be improving my marketing and uh, I want to uh, build a new keynote. I already have a title. It, it's called Get in Touch and it's about customer-centric leadership. And I think it's, I really want to engage against with speakers and grow. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to this year visit PSA Australia uh, because I think the Professional Speaking Association of Australia has a big community of learners. And the good thing is I already have big business opportunities uh, in Australia, booked a workshop and I'm going to work for the game. I still have one slot for the people that are listening in Australia. Know that I'll be in Australia in March. So if there's still an opportunity for a day workshop on please let me know. Uh, if you're interested, reach out to me. Um, and I'm going to go to the GSS in Bali, the Global Speaker Summit, uh, where I'm also picked as one of their speakers, which is so exciting. So I'm going to learn from other speakers from all around the world, um, because I think it's important. This theme of the year, it helps me. I don't know if it would help you, but find out where you want to grow. What are elements for you that you think are incredibly important for you? And I think you should approach your education more strategically to also already think ahead. What do you need as forms of budget where, because we are in a profession as CX leaders that not many others are. So there should be different uh, approaches to budget and you should take the lead. You should create your own educational plan, call it your strategy map, and see where do you want to learn. And um, I've got three questions that I can maybe help you because we are in the year of the wood dragon. We're in the year of the wood dragon that is the transformative year, the year full of opportunity. So maybe this is the moment to take it on, huh? So let's take that. Um, the first question, um, it may be putting on um, a backward looking lens or maybe uh, it's a black uh, lens but looking at well look at the story that I shared that I found out that my colleague earned 10,000 euros more a year than I what are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now what are those how can you address them more effectively what topics should you take on when you look at it what are you struggling with what are your spaces for development um I think it's important to have a look to see uh, where do you want to go. So where what are your challenges? Where could you invest in your learning? Question one is more based on what are where do you want to be at the end of this year? Maybe even three years. Describe yourself in the most optimistic, positive way where you want to stand. What does that person do, speak about? Uh, what has this person accomplished? And then take a look what you need to get uh, out of your comfort zone. What steps are you taking there? Where could education help you to get there uh, to achieve that? Because define your definition of success. Start that down. So that is question number two. Well, Question number three, I think is important 
where are you when you look at the ahead, the latest development in CX? How can you put that into your strategy? I know the newest thing in CX is AI. Yes, you need to stay on top of your game. What's going out there? Others want to be inspired by you. Another one is, I think, advanced leadership. In our profession, this is something that is growing because I know that the CXPA is working on the advanced leadership program. It's going to be in Denver. I'm going to visit that. And um, and also, I think a big trend in and latest development is that CX story and CX storytelling. So please be aware what are trends that you should focus on and that you should embody. Um, three important questions you can ask yourself. Um, well, I think this year of the wood dragon for me it's exciting it's exciting because there's opportunities here it's the wood element the spring element new opportunities growth and then the dragon this immaculate year that is putting us out there the symbolic of authority honor and dignity and i hope for you that this is going to be the year when you dream bigger do bigger be bigger so of course, if you want to know more about the Leadership Retreat in Bali, feel free uh, to look it up. It's in the show notes and know that I'm offering free half hours uh, and we can talk about your education journey. I really want to help you out. Um, maybe you can learn from the steps I made. Maybe I can ask you some questions and help you out. And of course, always feel free to go for an education with me. But there is so much out there. So my dear friends, thank you for listening. When it's a 10th of February, or when it's already no, the year of the Wood Dragon has started. And I wish us the best year ever. You've been listening to CX Leadership Talks. Ninka is a customer experience speaker and educator. She has written books and spoken and educated leaders all around the world. She's one of the global thought leaders in the field. We hope you've enjoyed this show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can also find us on YouTube and LinkedIn and ninkabloom.com. Thanks again for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on CX Leadership Talks.